The White House continues to support violence against the Supreme Court members. Biden's approval craters and the media is trying to figure out how to avoid the red wave that's coming in November. And justice appears to be non-existent in New York City. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I gotta tell you, this weekend, great weekend. Dodgers swept the Cubs this weekend, and yesterday's game was absolutely amazing. I don't know if you saw it. You probably didn't, but yesterday's game, the Dodgers were losing 5 to nothing and then 8 to 3. And they ended up winning the game. They scored 6 runs to take a 9 to 8 lead, then added a couple more uh, then uh, added a couple of more runs, finally winning the game. 9 to uh, 11 to 9. Dodgers are now, uh, let's see, how far up are they? Eight games up on the San Diego Padres, which to Josie's, Josie's dissatisfaction, because she's a huge Padres fan. No, don't forget, we live in San Diego, so I'm a L.A. transplant. She's always lived in San Diego. She's always loved the Padres. So we've got a bit of a rivalry going. Though yesterday, when we were watching the Dodgers and Cubs, she was rooting for the Dodgers, which kind of weird because I was rooting for the Cubs to, to for the Padres to get killed, and they were playing San Francisco, and of course the Padres did get killed. I believe the Padres lost. Last I checked, the Padres were down eight to nothing in like the, the fifth inning, so the Padres did lose eventually. I don't know what the score was. I really didn't care. I saw eight nothing. I thought they're not coming back from that. So that that's my weekend. It worked out really well for me, and uh, you know, not so well for Josie. So anyway, let's get to let's get to the stories. We got a poor Kamala can't seem to get through an interview without making an ass of herself, and it seems like she's doing a lot more interviews because Joe Biden is getting a lot of crap for not doing any interviews, not even answering any questions. He just kind of disappears. Well. Here she is being asked if the Biden administration missed the boat with trying not to, with not trying to codify Roe versus Wade, even though they knew it was going to be overturned like a month and a half prior to the uh, ruling, because the ruling, the draft copy of the ruling was leaked. By the way, they still haven't found out who did this, which means it was a leftist that did this. I mean, if this was a conservative that actually leaked this, maybe from Alito's office. This would have been major news. It's We still don't know who leaked that stuff. Well, anyway, she gives the type of uh, answer that is pretty typical for her. You go ahead and let's, let's listen to that. When you look back, did Democrats fail past Democratic presidents, congressional leaders, to not codify Roe v. Wade over the past five decades? I think that, to be very honest with you, I, I do believe that we should have rightly believed, but we certainly believe that certain issues are just settled. Certain issues are just settled. Clearly we're not. No, that's right. And that's why I do believe that we are living, sadly, in um, real unsettled times. What the hell is she talking about? Do you believe you should have codified Roe versus Wade over the last 50 years? It's a yes, no question. Just answer yes or no. Yeah, I think we probably should have done it. We didn't do it. And by the way, if they had codified Roe versus Wade in the federal government, the Supreme Court would have just overruled it. You can't codify something that is unconstitutional. 
So she could have just said, she could have just said that. She could have just said, yeah, we could have codified Roe versus Wade, but uh, if we had codified Roe versus Wade, it still could have been taken to the Supreme Court and it still would have been overruled because the Supreme Court did make a good did make a good ruling. Abortion needed to be sent back to the states. Now, everyone keeps saying, oh, now they've they've made ectopic pregnancy, all this stuff with Roe versus Wade. They're just completely overblowing it. And to be honest with you, California is releasing a, a, a bill that will allow you to abort your baby six days after it's born. They, they are doing that. And unfortunately, that's what the Supreme Court allowed. States like California can come up with their own crappy, immoral, immoral laws if they want to. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. But people don't don't see it that way. I mean, it's you're seeing all these people just throwing absolute hissy fits and abortion's not banned in a lot of... I mean, especially in, in Los Angeles. Los, Ad, Los Angeles last week, they had a bunch of teenagers, teenagers, um, slathered with fake blood, uh, dumping fake blood. I think this was in Sacramento at... Or no, this was in Los Angeles at the Capitol bidding, putting fake blood all over the ground. And Los Angeles and California, they're not banning abortion. But I, can't she just answer a question? And by the way, what is this? We believe that we believe. Well, I believe that we believed that. And it, it, we thought the law was settled, but it's not settled, which means we're in a time that's unsettled. Oh, Jesus. I mean, keep doing these interviews because I love starting a podcast with her talking because she is so terrible at it. All right, so let's get to the next story. Um, last week, uh, Justice Kavanaugh was having dinner at the Morton Steakhouse, which is a very good restaurant, a little bit overrated, very overpriced. Um, while there, a bunch of protesters gathered outside the uh, outside the restaurant and were getting very loud. Kavanaugh decided to leave the rest restaurant through the back to get away because he he the restaurant the restaurant Morton's was very upset about this. They they said you know guys are just people are just trying to eat their dinner, and it's not just Kavanaugh that was in the building at the time. It was also, you know, other patrons were trying to eat dinner there. And of course, now Morton's is getting a lot of crap because they're not woke. They're actually a business. They're trying to run a business. So Morton's getting a lot of crack, uh, crap. Now, many on, on uh, online, as far as Kavanaugh leaving the restaurant, thought this was kind of a cowardly act. Of course, these people also forget that he was with his family. I think he was with his wife. I don't think he was with the rest of the kids. You don't take kids to Morton's Steakhouse. Um, he was with his wife. And they also seem to forget that five weeks ago, someone attempted to assassinate him. And here's the thing. The Democrats really are pushing this stuff. They are not condemning any of this stuff. Here's Karen St. Jean-Pierre being asked about it, of course, by Peter Ducey. And her response, as usual extremely tone deaf listen to what she had to say uh people should be allowed to be to be able to do that in a restaurant if it's outside of a restaurant if it's peaceful for sure really peaceful protest where you were your first question so to me just, was so, intimidation so these justices 
because protesters do not agree with an opinion that they signed on to have no right to privacy is what you're but saying. But Peter, this is this is people have the right to this is what a democracy is. People, people have, have right the right to privacy. To, of course people have a right to privacy, but people also have a right uh, to be able to protest peacefully. Is that peacefully? Safe? It's the, the intimidation and the violence that we condemn. Is, is she is so freaking terrible. And it's big freaking talk from her because I'm pretty sure the right doesn't I'm pretty sure the right doesn't do this crap. The right doesn't isn't going to sit there and see if I saw Karen Jean-Pierre at dinner, you're you bet I am not going to stand up and and start screaming at her. I could bet you my left arm I'm not going to do that. And I bet you no righty does that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should start doing that crap. We see Karen Jean-Pierre in a restaurant. We start yelling at her until she gets so embarrassed or she gets so upset that she decides to walk away. And by the way, no one's tried to assassinate her. I'm sorry. Maybe it kind of makes sense that, that Brett Kavanaugh is a little bit touchy about about being out and having people screaming in front of a restaurant that he happens to be. And this is not democracy. Democracy is okay. You guys overruled Roe versus Wade. Let's have a discussion as to why that is wrong or that is right. Instead of these idiots walk out there and just start chanting crap. It, it's that's not an argument. That's not that's not democracy. You can you can protest. So go in front of the Supreme Court and protest. Why do you have to follow somebody to his home to his to where he goes to eat? Why does Judge Alito, Justice Alito? have to leave his home because these idiots are, are protesting all the time. By the way, this is illegal. But it wasn't just her. It wasn't just the Biden administration. Pete Buttigieg's husband, Chasten, Chasten, Chasen, whatever the hell his name is, released a tweet. Quote, sounds like he just wanted some privacy to make his own dining decisions. What does that even mean? The guy just wants to eat dinner. He's not allowed to eat now? That's the truth of the matter is. He's not allowed to eat. He's not allowed to live. He's not allowed to have a, a life right now. He's Because he overruled, or was one of the justices that overruled Roe versus Wade. And by the way, this is all just because the Supreme Court sent the decision up to the states. You think New York is going to ban abortion? Do you think California is going to ban abortion? Well, I got news to you. I vote. Now I'll vote for people who in California, which won't make any difference because California is a corrupt state. I'll vote for people who will overturn abortion in California. That gives me the power. Well, Roe versus Wade took away my power. But anyway, so here's Pete Buttigieg. Um, sitting back, he, he was asked about this tweet that Chasen uh, released. And... I, I do want to point something out. I, I do not hold politicians accountable for what their significant others their significant others tweet or do. For example, there's a big talk now that um, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas's wife, Jeannie, was one of these people that believed that the election was stolen. And they think that uh, Brett Kavanaugh should now, or not Brett Kavanaugh, excuse me, Clarence Thomas should resign or recuse himself because she believed it was stolen. 
the election was stolen. I don't hold Clarence Thomas to what Jeannie does. Just like I, I'm not going to hold Pete Buttigieg to what Chasen says. But here is his response to what uh, Chasen actually wrote. Okay, And by the way, let's, let's be very clear. Protesting in front of a justice's house, protesting in front of a restaurant, that is intimidation. That is illegal. They're not supposed to do that. But, you know, Democrats don't care. And, and Pete Buttigieg doesn't care. Listen to what he had to say. Your husband tweeted after uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh left a Washington restaurant due to protesters. The tweet reads, sounds like he just wanted some privacy to make his own dining decisions. Is that appropriate, sir? Look, when uh, public officials go into public life, we, we should expect two things. One, uh, you should always be free from violence, harassment, and intimidation. And two, you're never going to be free from criticism or peaceful protest, people exercising their First Amendment rights. Okay. And that's what happened in this case. Remember, the justice never even came into contact with these protesters, uh, reportedly didn't see or hear them. And these protesters are upset because a right, an important right, that the majority of Americans support was taken away. Such an incompetent, I don't care how smart he thinks he is. And by the way, he just contradicted himself. He said they should be free from harassment and intimidation. What do you think these people are doing? As a matter of fact, it's illegal for what they're doing. If they're protesting at his house... Or while he's eating at a restaurant. Isn't that harassment and intimidation? Go in front. You can protest in front of the Supreme Court. All you want. Of course, Pete's opinion would be really different if he was protested while he was at his at a restaurant or at his home. That would be a different story. I guarantee you people would be arrested. But you know why? Because it's illegal. You can't do that. I'm sure he would have a different opinion if someone had attempted to assassinate him. Of course, he's not important enough to assassinate, so that's not even a story. Anything that happens now with the Democrats is on the Democrats' hands. They have blood on their hands. Um, if one hair on these conservative justices' heads is harmed, it will be on them. But you know what? They don't care. They don't care. I've said this before. I'll say it again. And I 100% believe it. They want one of those justices assassinated. They want Biden to pick a couple of leftist judges replacing a conservative judge. They want that. It's a very cynical opinion I have. But I don't see how anyone can hold anything different, believe anything different. Okay, so... Speaking of Joe Biden and Biden administration approving of some real crappy policies, uh, Joe Biden's approval ratings are just crashing. Um, I, now, I don't, they're crashing so much that I don't even bother dealing with them. Um, I can't ignore this. Uh, uh, there's a civics poll, which is a basically a daily tracker of registered voters, and we're not talking 100 or 200 registered voters. We're talking 200,000. So this is this is quite a, a big poll here. Um, they found that his approval rate has dropped to 30 percent, while his disapproval has gone up to 57 percent. The biggest problem he's under 40 percent 
with everybody. Blacks, Hispanics, whites, um, every age group. He's in huge trouble. The biggest problem he has is from 18 to 34, age, the age group, which is supposed to be really lean Democratic. Yeah, he's at 21% with them. In a separate poll, which is called the interactive polls, he's down to 29%. This is historic lows to this poll. It is low. It is the polls that have been lower. Harry Truman at 22%. Richard Nixon at 24%. Jimmy Carter at 28%. George H.W. Bush at 29%. George W. Bush at 25%. He is down with the worst presidents. And I, I, well, I don't think Truman was a terrible president. I don't think Nixon was a terrible president. Every one of the other, they were all terrible. And Nixon, I mean, the reason he was down is because he was a crook. The New York Times ran a poll also that states that two-thirds, 69% of independents disapprove of jo uh, Biden's performance with nearly half. 48% disapproving strongly. Only about 26% want Biden to run again in 2024. It found that 77% thought the country was in trouble and only 13% thought it was on the right track. He is, he's cratering. It's going to be bad. Here's the thing. It could be worse. It's And I'll go a step further. It's going to be worse. Biden has no floor. Trump had a floor. Trump's floor was about 40%. He was never going to go below 40% because he had a very strong base. Biden doesn't have that base. His base was the leftists, and the leftists are getting tired of him. Independents were not his base. Even moderate Democrats were not his base. He can go far worse. Do not be surprised if he ends up in the teens before November, especially since he's not doing anything about the economy. We are probably in a recession right now. We won't know until the the GDP numbers come out, but we're already in the negative we were already in a negative territory. And how that how they calculate a recession is how many time uh, two months in a two uh I think it's two months in a row where you ha are in negative GDP. We were in negative GDP last month. We're looking at negative GDP uh or uh, the month before. We're looking at negative GDP last month, so we could very well be in a recession right now. But the thing is, he is getting killed, not just by Republicans. He is down to 36% approval from Hispanics. He is down to 56% approval with blacks. He was at 88% at one point. He is down to 58% with Democrats. He was at 92% at one point. So I expect him to be down in the teens, especially since something like 30% don't want him to even run again. This 26% don't want him to run again. Yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But Biden doesn't help himself. So this weekend, again, he left the White House to go stay in uh, Delaware. He doesn't even seem, he's, he thinks the job is just, you know, everything is fine and dandy, so I just take vacations every weekend and go to Delaware and stay in my house. 
Now, of course, he says that, you know, I can run everything from that country. You're costing the taxpayers money because they have to actually go over. Everybody has to go over there so that he can continue to run the country. And I put run in scare quotes because you know he's not running the country. So Biden also released a tweet this weekend. And, and by the way, I, I, he didn't release a tweet. It was some stupid-ass intern. We know that is. He said this, Republicans are doing nothing but obstructing our efforts to crack down on gas price gouging, lower food prices, lower health care costs, and hopefully soon lower prescription drug costs. This is not right, and that's why this election is going to be so darn important. Yeah, they have nothing to run on, but whatever. I, I, nobody's buying this shit, this stuff. No one is buying this anymore. He got skewered for this t- tweet. And not because the Democrats have hold the House, the Democrats hold the Senate, and the Democrats hold the presidency, and yet everything is falling apart on Democratic rule right now. Republicans aren't doing anything. They can't do anything. This is coming from a guy who sat back during his presidential campaign that the buck stops with him. Everything he will take responsibility for, he will turn the country, the buck starts with him. But so far, he's blamed Russia, he's blamed Trump, he's blamed Republicans, he's blamed big business, he's blamed the oil companies, he's blamed small business, he's blamed the people for not understanding what he's doing. This is obviously not sitting well looking at the polls I just talked about. People know Democrats run everything, but nothing is getting done. Things are just getting worse. And this garbage where they think that abortion is going to be a major, major thing that people are going to be concerned about? Yeah, they're not. Recent polls, and I say polls, plural, state that abortion is ranked between 10 and 12 as far as important policies, important uh, uh, policies happening today at 5%. You know what's at 30, 40%? The economy. People are concerned about the economy. Now, everyone is trying to figure out, they're, they're really, the media is really trying to figure out a way to, to spin this so that there isn't this huge problem in November. I, I, I hate calling it a red wave. I'm going to stop doing that because I don't know what a red wave would look like. Um, I'm not sure we're going to see the red wave everyone expects. I think we're probably, we're de- I'm almost 100% positive we're going to take the House. I, I don't think, I don't know if we're going to take the Senate. But they're trying to find other things. Abortion was one. It's turning out it's not happening. Uh, now the newspapers are pushing monkeypox, which you had heard about. Unfortunately, monkeypox is being touted as a disease for gay and bisexual men. I mean, even the CDC and the WHO are stating that, okay, don't go to gay bathhouses and have anonymous sex with men. That's essentially what they're saying. So it's not what they think it is. Um, they are now pushing this Omicron, the fifth variant of Omicron. Uh, the UK Daily Mail has brought up that, I, I, I'm sorry, I have to look up, which is it? The Independent, excuse me, 
from the UK is now pushing that the um, that the fifth variant of Omicron is the is as dangerous as let's say Alpha. Yeah, no one's buying that crap anymore. No one wants shutdown of the economy. No one wants any of that crap happening anymore. So everyone is just basically not paying attention to it, except China. China, you know, that only had 5,000 uh, COVID deaths, right? Yeah, they're shutting down their economy again. Congrats. They've started shutting down. I think they shut down three cities this weekend because Omicron is coming back. But they only had 5,000 deaths. I don't know why that country is so paranoid of uh, coronavirus and like nobody's died in China. So everything the Democrats are pushing right now is going nowhere. They've done nothing for the last two years. Um, their policies suck. And they really, did, they deserve everything they get. Because the reality is, what did, what did, um, what did Joe Biden have to do to remain very popular? Nothing. The economy was going to blast off if he just stayed away from regulation, stayed away from overturning every one of Donald Trump's policies. All he had to do was not touch and everything would have been okay. And he screwed it completely up. Well, the polls are showing it now. People people <coughs> are not buying <coughs> all the blame game that he's throwing out there. And by the way, Ukraine is now officially losing this war against Russia. You know, the Russia that our um, sanctions were supposed to make weak, Russia's ruble is as strong as it's ever been. And they're selling as much oil as they ever were. It's just a garbage president. Okay, well, here's... How about this for justice? Um, so there, a, six, a 61-year-old... Uh, bodega employee, Jose Alba, um, is an immigrant from the Dominican Republic. He's naturalized, so he's a legal, he's a citizen of the United States. He has three children, no criminal record. Well, he was working late one night in a bodega, and he's an employee at that bodega. A woman came into the bodega and wanted to buy ch chips, potato chips, and she wanted to pay with her EBT card, which means, yes, she's on food stamps. Well, the, she didn't have any money on her EBT debit card. And so, of course, Alba said, I, I can't sell you the chips. So the two got into an argument. Well, this broad goes upstairs to get her boyfriend, who turns out to be an unemployed ex-con. The guy's name is Austin Simmons. He's 35 years old. So right off the bat, You've got Alba, who's 61, and you've got uh, ex-con Simon, 35 years old. I said Simmons, Simon, um, who served prison time for assaulting a police officer. So you can tell this is not a good guy. So Simon goes behind the counter, starts roughing up uh, Alba, with Simon's girlfriend, of course, pushing it on, cheering him on. Alba grabs a knife because he had no choice. Stabs the guy three times and kills him. By the way, all this caught on video. You can see the uncensored video on Twitter. It's all over the place. There is, it, it, the video is public. There is absolutely no question. This was pure self-defense. Alba was arrested. 
put into Rikers Island and given a two hundred or five hundred thousand dollar bail. The bail was dropped to two hundred and fifty thousand. Finally, it was dropped to fifty thousand dollars. It gets worse. The left wing DA Alvin Bragg wants to charge this Alba with second degree murder. Now the charges haven't been put out yet. Okay, but this is what they're thinking about: second degree murder. By the way. This is a crime. This is a guy who is releasing criminals onto the streets without bail. And this guy who committed this assault actually should not have been on the streets. He still should have been in prison. But the DA, the crap like these people, these pieces of crap uh, DAs, they just let everybody out, but they want to put the innocent back in. They want to put the innocent in jail. This poor bastard, 61-year-old, who's working hard, has to defend himself, had to spend several nights in Rikers Island because he killed off, and good riddance to him, a piece of crap pawn scum, scum sucker. And you know what? Good. I'm glad he's dead. I'm going to call it right here. You know, because you hear a lot of people say, oh, it's too bad he died. It's always a track. No, it's not. This guy was a piece of crap. He he deserved it. As far as I'm concerned, it's one less, one less uh, uh, parasite on our society. So none of this is being taken well. Uh, bipartisan uh, group of city council members, bipartisan, mind you, Democrats and Republicans, are telling are are requesting that the DA actually drop the case because it's rewarding the guilty and punishing the innocent. That's a quote. Mayor Eric Adams, also a Democrat, condemned the arrest. He said, "My heart goes out to the hardworking, honest New Yorker that was doing his job in a place of business where a person came in and went behind the counter and attacked him. Attacked him. Remember, this is on camera. By the way, you know what would have prevented this?" If New Yorkers had guns, because if New Yorkers were allowed to have guns and a bodega owner in the middle of the night had a gun and everybody knew he had a gun, I guarantee you this wouldn't have happened. The United Bodega, the United Bodegas of America Association announced Saturday they were going to meet with prosecutors to discuss Alba's case. This is going to happen tomorrow. Because they don't want him, they don't want him thrown in prison because he protected himself. As a matter of fact, the United Bodegas of America actually foot footed the bill, the bail for Alba because Alba couldn't afford it. Now this is not going anywhere. Uh, this is this is going absolutely nowhere. The uh, I I think I think even Bragg is going to sit back and say I can't prosecute this guy. And even if it does go to a jury trial, I no jury's going to convict him. I mean, I'm sorry. We've got the video. We know about this guy's history. You see him beating, see him assaulting Alba. It's not a real shock here. So chances are this is going to be dropped, but the DA is still investigating the incident. Um... And he's 
you know, he's got to save face somehow. So I doubt this will be prosecuted, and I think this is probably going to go away very, very quietly, simply because I don't think they can afford this. I think the DA is already getting enough crap. If he decides to prosecute this guy, expect a recall election in New York City. By the way, where is Kathy Hochul? Kathy Hochul can do two things. One, fire Bragg, because he's a piece of crap DA. And they're not prosecuting anybody in New York City. And B, why doesn't she just say, okay, um, uh, I give this guy clemency. I pardon this guy. Why isn't she doing something? She can do something. She's the, she's the governor. She's an illegitimate governor, never been elected to office, and a terrible human being. But she is the governor. She could do something. Nah, anyway. Okay, I've got a video coming up. Uh, a couple of videos are up. So go to rumble.com and type in dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, this video I'm, I'm actually producing right now, it's a pretty bizarre video, and it shows the evil of abortion and those that support abortion. And by the way, something to know, um, if you have facial tattoos, you've obviously got mental problems. So don't get facial tattoos. I'm, I don't care what anyone says. Facial tattoos are a sign of mental illness. So don't do this because this gal's video, I'm gonna, she's got them all over her face. And it's just insanity. Uh, also, I didn't get to the July 4th, the July 4th uh, commentary that I wanted to, uh, op-ed that I wanted to cover because I, I wasn't around, so I couldn't actually do the... I couldn't actually do the podcast for that, you, but you can go read it. It's on there. Uh, just read the read the op-ed, and my comments are going to be under each. It's going to be at my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>